2: All right so everyone is uh, preparing themselves for different versions of the sales pitch of why this economic ied economic bill of absolute and total destruction which is intended to put the nail in the coffin there's no question about it this is outrageous and you're i'm listening to buffoons who've never had a job who've never worked who are professional con artists who if they implement if you and i went to a bank If we tried to raise capital for an investment using the math that our very government is using right now, we'd be arrested. We'd be in jail because what they're doing is absolute and total fraud. So we're hearing that the markets are seeing signs of this destructive bill and this shutdown. And it depends on which Swindler is telling you the story of why they're giving you excuses for slight market corrections. I'm here to tell you that this market has been bastardized for over a decade. It doesn't represent anything but an index of corporatism and fraud. And I'll give you just a small example of what I mean. Ford uh, announced today that it's going to go all in on the electric vehicle. As you, as if is this news to somebody? They're going to spend 11.4 billion dollars, and they're going to tell you it's going to create a thousand jobs. So let's say. You didn't go to CPS and you could do fast math in your head and you realize, well, that's a million dollars a job. That doesn't seem worth it for anything. Unless, of course, you're in that union, that UAW scam extortion mafia union that has single handedly crippled what was once the the car capital of the world in America. Everything they've done is destroy our ability to produce a product that was competitive without manipulation of the government. This is another fraud. This is news to you? Well, was it news in uh, 2015, in December of 2015, when Ford announced a $4.5 billion electrified vehicle solutions they were going to invest in it then? Was it news when the, in 2009, the, the government gave them $6 billion, they took the bulk of that money and put it in their electric vehicle program. In fact, you've been underwriting Ford since 2008. They don't have five cents. They're bankrupt. We pretend that company exists so you could feel good about thousands of workers getting high in a forest preserve, pretending to put together a car. That's what we've been doing with Ford. The same thing we've been doing with GM and the rest of it. It is all an illusion. This country is absolutely and totally bankrupt, and I'm looking at a bunch of swindlers that are putting pressure on we, the people that make the world go around, so they can have funny money and Caligula for nerds we call Washington. It's preposterous to me. The mere admission that you cannot pay the bills when you are reaping revenue that sets records every quarter tells you that the country is one giant Ponzi scheme. And what the solution is is to turn over more power to these idiots, these these corrupt buffoons who continue, no matter how much they rake in, to bankrupt us every single fiscal year. And I'm listening to propagandists. Government socialist propagandists called reporters tell us that this is nothing new. Well, that's the shame of it, stupid. The fact of the matter is we have a bunch of Congress people that don't read the damn bills they pass. And they admit it. They didn't... They put together 2,580 pages. Each page, not only is it a billion four if you just do simple math, each page is legal ambiguity meant to spawn a thousand pages apiece. This, 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 is, this is lunacy. It is outrageousness. And what's even more dumb is that Americans voted for this feeble, dementia-ridden fascist in the first place. But now the tagline, the talking point from these economic illiterates and swindlers. See, that's what the Democrat is. The Democrat Party is made up of the corruptor, the, the political pimps who love that these idiots keep passing these bills that they're stealing from. And I don't just mean the Fed chairman around the country who are getting caught with their hand in the cookie jar and resigning for health reasons. I'm talking about exactly the minutiae that has created industries that would not exist if we had a system of honesty and integrity. These imbeciles are telling the American people that this bill will cost zero. We heard it last week when the only sentence this dementia-ridden diaper-wearing fraud could get out is it's going to be zero. Now I've got Pippi livestocking I had Cory Booker over the weekend. And any moron or corrupt bastard who puts a D in front of their name spewing the same nonsense.
3: Some have expressed publicly that they're not comfortable with uh, 3.5, even though zero costs zero dollars.
2: Cost zero dollars. Well, it's 3.5 trillion, but it costs zero dollars. Why? Because they've hidden massive, massive taxes on every single individual in this country. Now, who's going to escape it? Are the same corrupt son of a dogs that escape it in the sewer of Chicago. If you're connected to the right lawyer, you'll get away from it, right? Louis Gutierrez. What were the taxes on all of his real estate investments? Ah, zero. See, that's the inside track. That's the, the blanket of corruption. The mafia likes to have in place because in this is a twenty five hundred per head cattle tax. Did you know that? So if you own cows, it's twenty five hundred. I bought the cows seven years ago. The cows just meandering around twenty five hundred in the pigs. Oh, we don't like pigs that much. Five hundred a pig. You don't even know what the hell's in this bill. We're learning as we go along. But this is what Democrats and their supporters like. Why? Because they've managed to pit Welfare roaches against the rest of society. And all they have to do is grow grow that pool of welfare recipients. We've got more than half of the country on welfare. There's another 10% that, can't, that doesn't think they're on welfare, and they are. They hide behind terms like earned income credit. What's that? That's welfare that makes you feel good. You didn't earn jack. You're just getting money. You got kids, you get money. So it's not enough guys like me. I raise my kids, I got to raise your kids and the rest of it. And they don't mind that people who never have kids keep paying for other kids, the ones who rob them and carjack them and take shots at them. But that's okay. Here in Chicago, Bunny just uh, informed me. David Brown, he's our superintendent. Commissioner Gordon in his costume. He's not really a cop, but he dresses like one. And um, the other one with the peanut head, Kim Fox. They said, don't worry. Carjackings aren't up. They're just like they were last year. And by the way, murders are down. So if you're dumb enough to believe them, you're dumb enough to believe this bill is zero. And these are the idiots that are destroying my damn country and turning it into Europe. See, and this is the part I want to I want to emphasize. Europe has problems that it created for itself, mainly because the people who run those countries are corrupt corporatists. Or they're this idea that they're somehow blue bloods and royal or whatever the hell swindlers. They're, they're, they're telling their people to rule over them. But their problems are real right now. Their problems are real. Right now in Europe, they're having massive, massive problems. We, thanks to specific policies from the Trump administration, and much to the shock of the world, in a very, very short period of time, became flush with energy. Flush. We were actually exporting energy. In the short eight months that this imbecile in diapers has already destroyed the dollar, has already printed up $4 trillion that nobody wants to talk about. As he stands on the precipice of passing a bill that he's telling his people are zero, that when you do the math and you're honest, even remotely honest, you're at $6 trillion. They're going to implement those very European problems onto us, and they are going to do it with bills like this, this economic IED, which is riddled more in taxes, more in the absence of your power over your money or your ability to acquire wealth in the future. And more into turning us into a subservient European country. And there's no question in my mind. I want you to hear how Schumer, a lawyer who's never actually practiced law, he went right into politics in the most corrupt bu- uh, borough in New York. They call them boroughs, right? The five boroughs. Who knows what those swindlers name themselves. Schumer's never done anything in life except take bribes to sell political power. And now he's going to tell you how resisting this economic IED is somehow anti-American when the reality is Schumer and his cohorts who have cooked up this swindle should be imprisoned. It's that simple.
4: Republicans know the consequences of their obstruction. They know a default would likely create a recession. They know that middle class... What
2: created a recession, what created the economic problems, throughout time, are political, economic, illiterate prostitutes like this moron with the doll hair sewn to his head. I mean, all this guy's missing our horns. He looks like a gargoyle for a reason. It's nature's way to tell you, don't believe this ugly bastard. He's lying to you. Yet here we are. And now he is one of the most powerful people in the American government. And he is telling you that if we do not admit, without saying the words, that our economy cannot move forward without creating more debt... Then we're in real trouble without talking about every aspect of our government, whether it's Social Security, whether it's their nonsense and Medicaid and Medicare. It's all bankrupt. Their war on poverty has only made all of us poorer, has made the government bankrupt. The richest economy in the world now cannot exist unless we allow these swindlers to take more debt for kids yet unborn and the future. See, that's what this is, and that's what they know. So they don't fret when they see numbers of debt or bills that they know to be insolvent and riddled with corruption, because what they understand is within their failure lies their ability to tax in the future. And now in this bill, you're going to feel just a hair of those taxes and you are not going to like any of them. I cannot the, the president said his military commanders were split. We- no, I got the wrong one. Excuse me. Where is the uh, Pesaki on the on the? the carbon tax. Let me see here. Let me see. I have a question about um, the not
3: raising taxes on people who make over $400,000, under $400,000.
0: Would a carbon tax violate that rule or would there be some way with a rebate, something like that, to make it okay with your criteria?
3: Well, um, so on the carbon tax, first let me just say that um, there are a lot of ideas uh, being debated. The president has asked members to submit their own proposals, including on critical issues like how to address the crisis of climate change. So I just throw that out there because there's a lot of revenue raisers and a lot of options that are out there. Um, Obviously, the president put forward his own plan
2: for addressing climate change that doesn't. That's government speak for there's a carbon tax in the bill. So everybody breathe. (gasps) tax that's the sound of tax now they're going to pick who pays it and who doesn't now don't worry their base and their welfare roaches that are in on the scam they're not going to pay it the corrupt son of dogs who will get the money for nothing to create this industry of of altruistic utopia called green energy they're not going to pay it either who's going to pay it everybody else have you had enough force or are you thirsty for more This is not a debt ceiling crisis. This is a political corruption crisis. And what's at stake is, are you going to continue to fund the corruption? And with Joe Biden, I want to say at the helm would be the expression, but Joe Biden isn't capable of doing anything. Joe Biden is a figurehead. Everybody heard Nancy Pelosi and the Obama thing. I get that. I don't want to keep playing clips that other radio hosts play. That's the hardest part about my time slot. Radio hosts play all the same clips, but it is it, this this particular clip is very impressive. Keep government open. We intend we
0: have to do those imminently uh, in, in, more imminently even uh, to address the full Obama agenda of building back better with. And I love to say building back better.
2: She meant to say Marxist agenda, whether it's Obama, whether it's Biden. Whether it's very certain aspects of Clinton, whatever the case is, or FDR, it's an agenda to overthrow your freedom of your property. See, because without property and your right to it, you don't have any liberty and freedom. That's all just words. And what this particular government has become very aware of is that you're used to using words to comfort you while you are becoming a slave.
3: Involve a corporate carbon fee, uh, but as you can see from the corporate polluter fee embraced in the bipartisan infrastructure deal, polluter fees and corporations do not conflict uh, with the $400,000 pledge.
2: They don't conflict. So if you make 30000 a year and we add a carbon tax for driving more than six miles a day, he didn't raise your taxes. How 81 million votes came in for this idiot. Now I understand probably say 60 million of those are dead people and fraudulent people and don't live how anybody anybody voted for this unless you're in on the scam now i understand it because if you're in on the scam you're about to get a funding source that nobody could imagine
4: families will suffer immensely they've heard the same warnings that we have and by many calculations the republican default will raise the deficit by more than the American Rescue Plan.
2: No, this is an American government default. Because you idiots, you in particular, Schumer, who's been there for what, 40 years? What you've been doing there, you should be arrested for. The math that is put together in this swindle, they should go to jail for. The math and the lies that they told about Social Security, they should go to jail for. Yet where's the penalty? Where's the penalty? This is financial fraud. There's no other way to say it. Financial fraud. And what they're telling you is they are going to perpetrate more in the very near future than you ever thought imaginable. The idea that we are letting them pass bills that they say, when you add it up, 1.5 and 3.5. Let's all help the CPS students. Let's all help. That's five. Aside from the 2.2 they already passed. 7.2. Eight months. months. Nearly a trillion a month. And what's, what's, what's our side of the coin? We are just guaranteed to continue to have to work under their Rube Goldberg taxation system that is meant to put you in a straitjacket. And I don't care how much you make. The idea that we are allowing them to turn us into the enemy of the, of, of, Amer- of the earth by saying it's what I breathe out. What my existence produces is somehow taxable. My life is taxable. That's what a carbon tax is. You don't get to do that to me. I mean, you better reestablish this country or you better get used to living like a Venezuelan or a Cuban or a Soviet because this is the same kind of liars, the same kind of lies, the same kind of political and financial corruption That destroyed every nation that ever existed. And you want me to believe because idiots? Because idiots voted for scum like this. Each district they're from. Nancy Pelosi is from a sewer. A sewer. Chuck Schumer is from a corrupt borough sewer. These people in power. Joe Biden is a scam artist, always was. His entire state is one tax dodge, tax cheat like him and his rat son. The idea that these people are destroying capitalism, an American idea of property, it should enrage you, enrage you. So when that fraud wolf blitzer comes on with his makeup on, who doesn't know, dung from Shinola or Durbin, whatever you prefer, to tell you that this is going to cost zero and they repeat the lies of the swindle. You stand up for yourself and you stand up for your great grandkids. They're not even close to being born. Because what these idiots are doing is taking away the American dream your grandparents fought for, your grandparents sacrificed for, your great-grandparents risked their lives for. They're taking it away with a pen, with a pen. They've done more destruction to this country than any enemy of this country could have done. These are saboteurs, let alone representatives. It's an absolute outright disgrace. All right, let's go to the, I got time for maybe one call. Bob, Parts Unknown.
5: Hi, Bob. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Good. Hey, I was just, uh, been going around around a while. The Congress and Senate works for us, correct?
2: Yeah, Bob, the the, next thing you're going to do is say that the Constitution is supposed to restrain government. Those are old ideas in this new America.
5: (laughs) I want to know how we can go about setting term limits on all of them.
2: You can't. You can't. You gave them the power to corrupt this government. You're doing. You, we, we did it long ago, and we've accepted their excuses and their lies. And now you're at a point where the richest country, the strongest economy, has been bankrupted. We're already passé bankrupt. The question is, are you going to let them continue to give you this line of BS? Are you going to let your moron barista relative who doesn't know if she's a boy or a girl decide how virtuous it is to bankrupt your great grandkids? Because they've managed to wrap that all up into all the social engineering nonsense. And my point to you, Bob, and to the rest of the people is do not let that happen. They are conflating issues while they are stealing our future. This isn't about the money that they've already wasted. If they had any dignity they wouldn't even be able to show their faces, let alone tell you you must sign on for more. 312-642-5600. I'll be back. This is the Sean
0: Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer.
2: (laughs) Nice. Nice, Paul. You know, I had a decision to make. Was I going to talk about Doctor Strange Love Part and this Miley? What a, what an absolute disgrace! Disgrace, but the perfect representative of the military-industrial complex. That's what it looks like. How do you like it? And now all the conservatives are going, "Oh, look at it!" He said we should have kept twenty-five. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. I'm not going to waste your time or mine with showing you the obvious contradictions in our government, and the military apparatchik. I'd rather focus on how we've all been overthrown to slaves of this corrupt collective. He's just a representative in a costume. it's all he is. The bigger problem is I know there's nothing we can do to stop this. There's nothing we can do to stop this, except the knowledge of exactly what it's going to do, how it will devastate, and hopefully, hopefully, in the future, be able to remove some aspects of this abuse. But I'm trying to think of when a pickpocket ever cut his hands off. Anybody ever know of one? You ever know of a pickpocket that cut his hands off of? they cut his own hands off? I don't think so. What you've managed to do is put us in the position of European slaves, also known as citizens. You've put us in exactly in that position. And you're implementing policies that guarantee our subservience in the same way European countries are victim of their own policies. Anybody notice that? I do.
6: The fuel crunch in England is being complemented by an energy crisis across Europe. Natural gas inventories are depleting, prices are skyrocketing, markets are nervous, and winter is coming. I know it sounds dramatic, but a lot depends on the weather, really. A harsh winter means a full-blown crisis, one that could deprive millions of their daily needs and slip several European economies into recession.
2: It's just like it was 400 years ago. Hope we don't have a cold winter. You have firewood? This is a manufactured crisis that no one's talking about. See, Europe was ahead of us with all of this green nonsense and all of this government dictating to us what we're able to do. How we're able to travel. How we're able to work. Europe's in front of us on that. You want to look at what it's going to look like here? Turn on European news. They're in the middle of a natural gas, gas, heating, and energy crisis. That's the fact. Now we stand on the cusp of literally letting these political whores pass a bill that guarantees the exact same thing for us.
6: We might even see them fight each other over natural gas. It is in alarmingly short supply, and the world needs it more than ever, especially colder regions like Europe. They need natural gas to power their industries, to keep their economies running, and to heat their homes.
2: What a great time to be on the board of a corrupt oligarch-owned natural gas company. This is a great time. You're raking it in in Ukraine. Russia, Vladimir Putin's sitting back licking his chops, although he doesn't have big lips. He's licking those envelopes he calls lips right now because he knows what the problem is, how it got here, and what he sees is these stupid morons are going to guarantee he truly is the richest man in the history that of many uh, of the idea of money vladimir putin forget about bezos putin owns a country
6: last week there was a fire at an electrical interconnector that runs beneath the english channel it shut down a key power link between the uk and france
2: ooh if a fire shuts down a power link because you got one source of energy that's not going to be good and that ties into our other little article about the california fires now, i said yesterday the former sociology professor named Gary Maynard, he's the arsonist who set fires for at least two years in California, especially the Dixie one, the one that's the worst they ever saw, climate change. No, it was a sociology professor and an eco-Nazi. Guess what? There's another one. Yesterday, NBC News reported a very similar case. This one is involving a 30-year-old woman named Alexandria Sovernev. Well-known Democrat eco-Nazi, they're setting fires so that they can use the excuse of climate change in the exact way that Biden's pick to head up the the, the Bureau of Land Management used to spike trees. And you can—it's all very in the record. Doesn't matter because if you're an eco-terrorist in the Democrat administration of any Democrat, whether it's o- Obama or Biden, that's just what they call a credential. Don't worry about it. And this way, when they set fires after they cripple us and make us dependent on one or two companies that they guarantee underwriting and that they've already invested in and their guys in their little office invested in, then all they got to do is set a fire and we could be like these Europeans too.
6: As a result, power supply was hit. Then a Northern Irish system sealed its exports due to domestic concerns. It further strained power supply to Europe. And then we have the Netherlands, Europe's largest onshore gas field. They've refused to boost production. They fear impending earthquakes, so they will not increase production despite the crunch. Now, all of these factors together have hit Europe. And European countries typically turn to Russia in situations like this. Uh-huh. Russia meets a third of Europe's natural gas needs. Russia's state owned natural gas company Gazprom does the heavy lifting. But supplies from Gazprom too have been lower than usual this time. Some say this is due to high domestic demand in Russia. Others fear that this is a deliberate market manipulation tactic by Moscow. You think so? But whatever be the case, Europe is feeling the heat and people are suffering. In Germany, the price. And that's the system.
2: This is how a small group of oligarchs, a small group of politicians create a circumstance that turns everybody into seventh century slaves to the government. This is less people than are at a Melrose Park wedding. This is about 80 people have now decided how to make energy costs in Europe so high that only the rich can afford it. And now their biggest thing is to pray. Let's pray. I hope it doesn't get cold in the winter. Then when we turn the prayer, we can have like that. the the new governor who's only in there because she's a woman in New York. She talks to God, so she'll tell us everything's okay. I mean, I'll tell you what you did to this country by voting for these Democrats. You people who voted for these Democrats, and I'm including you, never-Trumpers scum. You pseudo-intellectual frauds who didn't like the mean tweets. You housewives who didn't like the comb-over and the fact that his wife is hotter than you are today. Those, you, I'm talking to you morons all right let's go to ruth and elgin
1: hi sean um i was calling about the um <clears throat> bill that you know that they're trying to push through congress yeah and uh, my understanding is that uh you know, you've heard they're hiring, they want to include in this 45000
2: 87000 IRS agents to be part of the poll. <clears>
1: 87000 now it's double up uh-huh. from what I heard yeah. initially. But anyway, <clears throat> then they say, and I wonder if this is true, because I only heard briefly heard it, that they will be given the right to go into anybody's bank account, like you or I, or, you know, anybody, and mm-hmm. see if you spent what you spent $600 or more or more.
2: Yeah. So if you, if you, if let's say you're my aunt, my auntie Ruth, listen, Ruth, I'm in a, I'm in a pickle. It's going to be my anniversary. I didn't buy my wife anything. I need you to send me $800 because I want to take my girl for the new expensive steaks and I got to buy gas and pay the carbon tax. Now they know that my auntie Ruth sent me money to take my wife to dinner. Yeah, but that's okay, Ruth, because that's what the American mafia Democrat wants. They like it like this. You know why, Ruth? They hate the idea that you can send me that money. After all, you should be sending it to the virtuous welfare roach that needs it so he can go on crack tomorrow. Thank you very much. Crack is whack, but not if you're the president's son. That just gets you another investment deal. We got about 48 hours. About 48 hours before they shove this thing down our throats and destroy the future. You can't unravel this. I mean, we're talking trillions of dollars. I mean, the the worst part is I'm being lectured to by morons that never put together 20 grand in the bank, telling me how virtuous it is to make sure that my fellow Americans can never earn their way to wealth. And somehow that's going to equal some utopia, some equality in their brain, never realizing exactly what they're doing. They're turning absolute and total power completely over to government. These are government supremacists. And there's some sort of psychological flaw in man that he wants to be a slave. He wants to be a slave. Freedom is only for a few of us. Think out through history. Third of the people fought for the revolution. Think about through the economy. Here you were in the freest country up until a few short years ago. And how many people really took advantage of that? How many others buy the taglines, you know, bought the taglines? I'll never forget when the collapse in 08 happened. And I listened to people who begged for loans, begged. Some people who even frauded the documents. Then throw their hands up and say, I'm a victim. You're a victim of what? You're a victim of your own stupidity, your own greed. And that's when I realized the greed of the Democrat is insatiable. It'll never be quenched. Why do you think this bill, they, the way that they sell it is you get free stuff just for being here, just for, just for existing? And if you have kids, don't worry, that's on us, too. Drop them off when their babies pick them up after college. We got the tab. And nobody looks at the actual devastation of the failure it causes. The problem is you have idiots, idiots, covetous idiots that are destroying the future of this country. Megan Orland Park.
5: Sean, so you mentioned that there's going to be a twenty five that, that $2,500 um, tax, if you will, on cattle mm-hmm. and 500 per pig. So if I was a rancher, I wouldn't I'd choose to bow out. And I'm thinking, okay, so this is going to be passed on at the grocery store, and the prices are already high. And so, like, for a family celebration, maybe once a year, you have steak, Right.
1: Otherwise, we're going to be having
2: gruel. Do you know what? There's you know. a there's a restaurant. Celebrity Chef has a very good restaurant in London. Right now, today, it's in the paper, and, and the, the people are mad that he is charging 650 euros for a steak. And he's charging the equivalent of $135 for a hamburger. And when they asked him why, oh. he said, "My my profit margin is the exact same as it was before the inflation you caused. See, that's, that's, that's the devious nature of it. But then what happens, Megan, is it becomes an excuse to give people on the welfare dole more money. And it explains to you why unilaterally, without the approval of Congress, the Biden administration increased food stamps by 25% because they knew that all they had to do was buy off their welfare army and they'll let them pass anything. Thank you very much, Megan. But see, it takes dignity to not be on welfare. It takes dignity to want to be free. It takes dignity to be a capitalist. All that other stuff, that's what they do in Europe and they love it, right? You're after all, you're you're French or you're Italian or you're German or whatever the case is and you get everything from the government, then you root for your football which is really soccer that nobody gives a rip about. Yay! It's going to be great to be Europe. Are you out of your mind? What did you do? What did you idiots do? By the way, let's all celebrate Barack Obama's library. He's opening up a library in a neighborhood where a library is considered a safe zone. It's going to be great. I mean, the ridiculousness. Let's all celebrate the destruction of our nation, the implosion of our morals, of our fiber of Americanism. Let's celebrate. I'm going to be here to remind you what morons you were. And by the way, people like me, we're never going to capitulate to this. Never. You just got here too late. We'll all go off to our little safe havens and watch it implode from the sidelines. This isn't going to change a damn thing for people who can afford it. It's only going to destroy the future for kids who will have no chance at ever understanding what it means to be an American or succeed or ever have the inspiration to do so. After all, you see what it does to certain neighborhoods when you implement these policies. It inspires them to be subhuman. That's what America's future looks like. Kevin Kessler, for 30 years, he's been reporting on the Midwest. He's writing now on statewide issues in Illinois for the Center Square. We found him in a Costco, screaming like Charlton Heston at the end of Planet of the Apes. You ruined it! You blew it up! Kevin, how are you? (laughs) I'm great, Sean. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to tell you something, Kevin. I'm reading your stuff. I like your stuff. I've been reading it for a while. Well, thank you. I saw this movie with Eddie Murphy, however, when he took the name, because he shared the same name of a candidate who had died of a heart attack, and he became the head of the Ways and Means Committee. I see you just uh, wrote an article. What's going on with the Secretary of State candidate?
4: Oh, this is, this is pretty funny, actually. Uh, David Moore, whose logo is Moore for Illinois, is crying foul because another candidate has entered the race for Secretary of State with the same last name, Sidney <laughs> Moore.
2: <laughs> I love this. I love this. What Illinois needs is more. I would just stop with that and see what happens. This is great stuff. I mean, are, do you ever just sit back? Because I, I'm assuming you're in you're in where Where are you located exactly?
4: Downstate near Bloomington.
2: All right. So, what, do you ever just sit back and look at the chaos in the places where I am, like the Cook County, Chicago sewer of mafia corruption? Do you ever look back and say, "Are you kidding me"? with what is going on and how it is destroying the state?
4: All the time. All the time.
2: And, uh, Amazing. And when we have um, stuff like uh, what happened with the the article you wrote about Illinois lagging in home equity, it is directly attributed to the waste, fraud, and abuse that Illinois calls its economy, is it not?
4: Yeah, that's, that's definitely part of it. I mean, there's some states that are... Reaping the benefits of the real estate market, and uh, it was making some gains, but not nearly as much as uh, other states. and And my gal is a real estate agent. I mean, the, the market's been gangbusters, but home equity—they're just—they're just, Illinois is lagging behind.
2: You know what's funny is that that's that's I was uh, that's my business. I have a business in real estate, but I recognized this in Illinois a few years back. And uh, I almost, you know, I caused a lot of problems with the wife. I said, "That's it, moving it to Florida," you know, and she lost her mind. But when you see that, even though you're saying markets gangbusters or the markets busy, when you inflationally adjust the money, Michael Jordan isn't the only one taking a bath on Illinois real estate. And I'm wondering, do enough Illinoisans, in your opinion, now I understand you're downstate, are they disgusted with the way in which these political scoundrels? have affected their, their bottom line or do you think that they're just susceptible to it and they're gonna sit idly by as they continue to move forward with their policies of corruption?
4: I think there are people who are disgusted. That's why we're losing people every year. I mean people are moving out of state. And I get emails all the time like they should do this, they should do that, they should do this. People are disgusted.
2: And and when you see when you see um That notion that people are aware of it and they're disgusted. And you see that there are bills that are presented that tell people you're going to have to pay a little bit more, but it's going to be for your best interest, as you saw in this new uh, bill passed to pay off ComEd, which should have been indicted. I, I can't even believe that there are no repercussions for their prostituting Mike Madigan in the Democrat Mafia. When you see this this happen, what is the feel among your neighbors and and those people in Bloomington? Are they are they just are they looking for solutions? Do you think that uh, Darren Bailey and and other politicians have a chance at overthrowing the uh, Democrat overlords of Chicago and Cook County?
7: I
4: think there's a, I think they think there's a shot, especially here in uh, McLean County, which is pretty red. And I see a lot of Bailey signs around town. So, yeah, I, I do, around here at least, I think they have a shot.
2: Now, I want you to discuss with me, because I see that the new plot is to have this corporatist takeover of private economies, to bastardize capitalism. And I see your article that legislation aims to lure private investment into infrastructure projects. Now, what this, I didn't read your entire article, but could you tell me about this Senate Bill 1900?
4: Yeah, it's to promote uh, private entities uh, to to come in and do some of these projects that, frankly, the state can't afford. And when we're doing, we're paying for things with this motor fuel tax. And one of the uh, witnesses brought up a good point: that's going to eventually go away the way things are going with vehicles and you know, all the fuel efficiency. Uh, there's going to be more electric cars. We're, they're building them here in Normal. Here that. Uh, and that's becoming a big deal. So they got to come up with other ways to fund these projects. And so you bring in some of these private entities. And uh, I mean, obviously, there's going to be issues you got to take care of, like transparency issues and cost overruns and things like that. But that might be where they're going. At least that's their head It just way. It just
2: seems to me that they're making people feel complacent when the reality is this will be publicly underwritten, this will be used with government money to have people come to the table with virtually no equity in it and uh, be paid off for for just being connected to the right people that are invited into this corporatist swindle that we've seen time in and time out. For instance, the tax you're speaking of, could you tell the people a little bit more about that tax? That's a specific tax that is only really relevant um, to certain drivers, isn't that right?
4: Uh, the motor fuel tax?
2: Yeah, are you? It, it's not the entire portion of the motor fuel tax. Isn't this the one that only applies to truckers? Or no? Do I have that wrong?
4: Ah, uh, boy, I'm not sure. I, I thought it was black box, but I'm, you know, I'm not sure about that one. Okay, but I mean, you, you bring up a good point. I mean, who's going who's gonna to be getting these contracts? I and mean, I mean, Illinois has got a, a big history on, on companies getting awarded contracts who happen to know somebody. I mean, you're going to have to deal with that as well.
2: And you wrote an article also, Illinois providing more funds for home energy assistance and other services. Now, this, once again, is one of those arbitrary plans that gets handed to, in more cases than not, very politically connected or very Democrat-based neighborhoods. Is that what it looks like is happening again?
4: Yeah, it it does look like it. I mean, this is more American Rescue Plan Act funds, and boy, the, the governor's been handing those out quite a bit lately, hasn't he? (laughs) <laughs> and and I did a story today regarding the Unemployment Trust Fund, and, I mean, they're not addressing that. Uh, and they could be with some of these funds, but they haven't, at least not as yet. But that was uh, another $327 million being made for the uh, Household Energy Assistance Program.
2: Big chunk of change. $320 million. And I'm reading here the state announces $40 million investment in workforce training. I, I mean, if this money was given... Directly to those people that were put out of work or affected by these very policies, I think that would be one argument of, do they have the authority to do that? But they literally are spending tens of millions of dollars for what they call programs that are really, in essence... Way stations to do what exactly? It says helping job seekers get back to work. Well, I don't. The ambiguity in this, I really do feel that this is politically connected people that are so taking advantage of of the current climate of COVID nineteen and the pandemic and our generosity and our susceptibility to continue to buy these swindles. And uh, I don't know about you. But I think that the, the trajectory of people moving out and getting fed up and that feeling of hopelessness as these two corrupt Democrat mafia counties destroy an entire state will continue. What do you think? <laughs> I hear you, Sean. All right, good. See, that's all. This is why you're, I, I love the interview because I, you basically agree with everything I said. Now, if only you had a sister that liked me and we got along as much as you and I do. I think it would be wonderful. Well, listen, I want to thank you. Yeah, me a Cigar. You. Oh, absolutely. See, now you're speaking my language. Absolutely. And, I, <laughs> and when you're in town, you stop by the Cigar House. I want to thank you very much. I want to tell you, keep up the good work. You, you, you kick out. I mean, you're doing three and four articles a day that the people of Illinois really need to see. It's thecentersquare.com. Kevin, I want to thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it.
4: Thanks for having me,
2: Sean. Enjoyed it. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. I get the text messages all the time. Enough already. Enough already. No, it's not. It, 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 it's not enough. See, this is how I feel. This this is an amount of disgust. I despise the people that have destroyed this state and this city. I despise them. This is not normal to live like this with the obvious corruption with the obvious tyranny and the idea we wait with bated breath. Gee, I hope they don't shut us down again. I hope they let us operate. What will be the next mandate? And in the meantime, they're licking their chops at this funny money coming from the Fed. They've already wasted the money that they got from the Fed. Illinois is the picture of how not to run anything. Not to run a state. Not to run anything. And the people we're putting in charge, you know, the Secretary of State election. Who do you think going to win it? 312-642-5600. Whoever is closest to the obvious Chicago mafia, that's who wins it. That's who runs the whole damn state and they've ruined it. The irony is, it's just a small section. Cook County and DuPage, small. The whole state it took down. The whole state. The corruptors, do they go to jail? No, they get they get fines. Who pays the fines? You do. They raise the cost of the product, and they're cemented in delivering the product to the people. ComEd is a company of corruption. I am so sick and tired of pretending that somehow there's going to be repercussions for what is obvious corruption that the least who can afford it are hurt the most, just like every single Democrat policy. Just like when this bill passes and they shove it down our throat. It will destroy those people that are not already very rich. I'm not rich enough to afford this bill. I'm not rich enough to live in Illinois. I work four jobs. I can't afford to live in Illinois. You know how sad it is to see young kids trying? They had the, the, the worker that got shot delivering food. 57 years old. It's four years older than me. Probably working his third fracking job. Gets shot by some roach. Some roach. Some gang-banging scum. Where's all the... Outrage and all the, but there was no outrage for the 18 year old girl. There's no outrage for the corruption. There's no outrage for the failure. In fact, what happens every election cycle? Who wins? The guy who's got the closest ties to corruption. So when I do these stories, everyone goes, Oh, enough already. It's not enough until the people force the stop. How do you force the stop? Throw out Democrats and bring charges against every single one of these companies that have been operating in this political corruption. Instead, we're standing at the threshold of enriching them to numbers they could not have imagined four years ago. What do you think is going to happen to Illinois as you saw? What did they get? $183 billion in COVID relief money? Gone. Gone. What do you think is going to happen when they get more in this phony bill that is meant to cripple and destroy capitalism in America? Those same scoundrels get, get more money, more power. That's why you got to hate it. you got to fight against it. Stop pretending it doesn't exist. I think that's what we've been doing for 40 years. Just pretending, ah, it's a old man daily. What a guy. Really running things. Rahm Emanuel, not too bad. Friends with the dailies. It'll be okay. And Illinois just keeps going further and further in the quicksand of hopelessness. They pretend it's socialism. It's hopelessness the audacity of these political whores to run an ad to a state like Texas. Hey, business leaders, bring your company here. Yeah. I dare you. I'll finish this, the ad. Bring your company to Illinois. I dare you. Buy a real estate in Illinois. I dare you. Open a business in Illinois. I dare you. Have and try to raise a family in Illinois. I dare you. Sickening. And why? Because a few, a handful Enough people that couldn't fill up McCormick Place destroyed the whole damn city and the and the state. Forget about the county. Any county that would elect, what's her name, Tony Preckwinkle? Oh, talk about a roof. She's the only reason we should leave the mask mandate in place for all the politicians that sit on the Cook County board. you ever see that band of characters? Holy cannoli. Not good. That's not good. David and Lansing. Oh, David. Wait, Elvin. Which one is he? Which one are you? I can't remember the brother's name. Dave, we had you on hold so long. Your voice is ridiculous. Either that or you're sucking on helium, in which case I do not condone drug addicts. Thank you, David. Dave in Barrington. Hi, Sean. Hi. Hey,
5: Sean. Uh, uh, called you about a year ago before the election to say exactly what you mentioned earlier on the program. Just take a look at Europe. That's where we're going to be headed. That's where we're going. But really to the point of all this build back better that Joe Biden keeps saying is his plan, you're, you know, we got to look at, even though we're deep, uh, neck deep in corruption over here in Illinois and other states, we got to look at what's going on in the big picture. And that's Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, and Soros. You see what's happening over there. We are... One of three straws that they want to break. Dave, I, to break.
2: I, I, I'll argue, not only do I totally agree with you, I'll argue that the, the COVID was the weapon that broke it. When they do the auto, autopsy of how America collapsed, it will be the year 2020. There's no question in my mind. And, and, and David, I want you to bring a little face to exactly what it's like to live in what, was, what is considered and is a beautiful town. Because I, I'm very familiar with Barrington. Um, I loved it. It was where I aspired to live when I was young and I was getting familiar with the area. In the last 10 years, what has your property tax bill done?
5: Let let me tell you a little story. My parents, back in the late 40s and early 50s, were thinking about moving out here. There's a little place down um, off of everybody knows, and I'm not giving them a plug, but Gobert's. There used to be a place where people used to go barn dancing out there. Sure. So my parents always said, you know, we wanted to move out there. We never had the chance to. Never could make it out there. Regardless, I don't know. It's just weird how it ends up. You're you find yourself in a in a great place with great people. I I got a lot of friends that have way a lot more money than me, or maybe less money than me. But it has nobody cares about that here.
2: No, but you're what's just happened? Another. Per- What's happened to the property taxes? How many people do you know that have lost or moved because of the property tax bills in Barrington, which are astronomical at this point?
5: Not that many. You know, the thing is you just gotta work harder. And what do you do? We can't all move like you down to Florida where I'd love to go, Tennessee, Texas. Yes, you can if you call kids. me or David Hockburg. I've got go ahead. <laughs> You know, I probably will pretty soon, uh-huh. but I gotta tell you I got my kids and my grandkids. How do you leave that baggage? Behind you, you can't. You got to always
2: carry it. Dave, I'm going to have the same conversation with a lot prettier woman that I married in about an hour and a half. Thank you for the call, I appreciate it. But here's the point I want you to get out of that conversation. Dave said he's been there. His parents been there since the '40s. And who moved? Well, not a lot of people. You just work harder. But do you work harder for you, or do you work harder to funnel and feed the corruption that the very few have become? Multi-multi-millionaires, and I don't just mean the ones who inherited it from Grandpa Abe. I'm talking about the others. See, because when you're working hard to pay your property taxes, you're funding the corruption. That is the Hobson's choice. Do I lose my property? Do I leave my friends and my family? Or do I continue to fund the corruption? I say you stop funding it, and I'm dead serious. The only way it's going to stop is if you stop funding it. And I know it's uncomfortable. I don't want to see Dave move from his grandkids. That's why you move the whole damn family. That's what I'm doing. So when I work hard, it isn't to line the pockets of fatso. When I work hard, it's to afford to move my whole family. So McFadden tells me as I go on break that uh, Obama said, if you don't have borders, you're not a country. It's basically the same thing that Biden said when he was coherent, when he didn't have to have his diapy changed. I mean, I don't even, do you care what Barack Obama says? I don't care what you have to say about anything. You did enough damage. Now shut up and drift off into the sunset. Have your library, because you are the pitcher of Chicago failure, baby. I think they should put him up on every corner. Go ahead. This is what you get. Disgraceful. I am stalling, too, because I don't want to play the Millie Clips. I don't want to play the, all right, I'll play the Biden. I don't want to play the Millie Clips, and I'll tell you why. That Marine that was arrested, that that's the cherry on the Sunday. Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller was arrested because he said, what the hell have you done? 20 years of relationships, you just killed a bunch of people, morons. What the hell did you do? And he gets arrested. Millie, who calls the Chinese military head, uh, head guy, I don't know what his name is, but I'm going to guess Lee, calls Lee and says, hey, don't worry about this guy, we're never going to nuke you. Oh, that, that, that's called treason. No, 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 he gets to testify before Congress in his costume and tell us everything's okay. Uh, the hypocrisy is just too much. It's too much. Dave in Downers Grove.
3: Yeah, Sean, I'm getting all my text Spanish uh, is short. Uh, is the subject uh, Bruce Jenner?
2: No, not that I'm aware
3: well,
2: of. Right, well, we haven't I talked about you. him since he yeah. was, you know, obviously wearing well, slacks. Well, to... Go ahead.
3: Well, what I wanted to say was, you know, I thought the subject was going to be the hypocrisy of these politicians, the left. But we've we've got we've got a politician, crybaby Kinsinger, yeah, who calls himself yeah. a Republican. But the hypocrisy is, he, he never votes
2: with the Republican. Well, that's the example of an uh, Illinois Republican. I think I, I have to tell you, Dave. I think he is the quintessential Illinois Republican. Doesn't stand for anything constantly on the, on the BS and the swindle, tells you one thing to your face the minute he leaves the party, he laughs at you. See, that's, what the, that's how the Illinois Republicans really are. Like when you get to know them, when you're around them, they laugh at their constituents. They make fun of you. So to me, he's exactly what Illinois produces for Republicans. What do you think of that?
3: I, I think it's great. Right. But I think, um, I, I also think, i got to reiterate, Everything these leftist, Democrat, evil, dictator, wannabes say is always the opposite. When they say zero money, it's going to cost trillions. trillion. When they say they're going to tax the rich, we're all going to get hurt at the bottom because I don't know about inflation with you, but that hurts everyone on the lower spectrum.
2: It hurts everyone. It hurts everyone. In the middle spectrum, I'm not, believe me, I wish I was as rich as people. I'm not rich. I always worked a 1,000 jobs. What, what happens is it just destroys your dollar, and it does it for everybody. If you're not uber rich, you can't afford the Biden administration. If you're not uber rich, you're, you're just admitting that you like wasting money, so you stay in these Democrat-ruined states. I mean, to me, the system has been set up so that you can never be rich. You know, this is always the philosophy I wanted to tackle, the immorality of a tax system that guarantees to penalize you so you can never break out of that poverty level or that working class level. Think about how much money you would have if you paid a flat tax. And and, and the other thing is, think of the immor- immorality of being comfortable not charging Americans a flat tax. You're basically saying, if you have the audacity to make money, I'm going to take more of it. That, to me, is the most anti-American thing in the world. And yet, we, we preach it. So, to me... It's a, it's a system that we've given away the intention of what we were supposed to have. We have voluntarily, voluntarily said to the government, okay, I'm your slave. You decide what money I can keep. You decide what quality of life I can have because I've given up on myself. Dave, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. And um, I'll tell you what I mean by making fun of us. I, I recognized this 30 years ago. The pseudo-intellectual collective oligarchs, the Fabian socialists, That pretend to be Republicans or pretend to be them, whatever they are. They're making fun of you. You do know that. They 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 look at you with total contempt. So when I hear this unqualified new governor of New York, unqualified the only reason the only reason she's there is her genitalia. She I don't know what her history is, but I do know she's an idiot. I don't know what her principles are, but I do know when she's making fun of people. And and what I heard today on the morning show, I said, do me a favor. i like to steal from Dan Prof's homework. Get me Dan Prof's clip of Kathy, I don't even know how you say her last name, Huckle, Huckle, whatever. Doesn't matter. They never thought she'd be in this seat. Now that she's in this seat, can you imagine? I mean, it's bad with Pritzker. I can't find his neck for the life of me. I can't imagine how many people it takes to give him a shower, let alone, God forbid, he's in the mood with the old lady. That's got to be a pretty picture. But he can at least form a sentence.
1: I prayed a lot to God during this time. And you know what? God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists,
2: the doctors, the researchers, he made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. She's making fun of people, right? I mean, this isn't an adult, this isn't a coherent thought in the year 2021, is it?
1: And we must say thank you, God, thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say I'm vaccinated, all of you.
2: Yes, I know you're vaccinated, you're the smart ones, but you know there's people out You're not the smart ones, you're the stupid slaves who stuck something in your arm, a bunch of professional lawyers told you it was going to be fine. Now, I don't have a problem with you. But I'm not a fascist. I'm not a collectivist. You get to do what you want. If you believe this, by the way, she should be thanking Donald Trump, right? Warp speed. That's the only reason you got this thing, which is a double-edged sword for us, because if he was anything like a Democrat, we wouldn't be forced to put this experiment into our arm. But she's making fun of people here. And if I, I can't imagine how people could listen to this and think, yeah, you go, girl
1: out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know this.
2: You know who they are. I need you. I'm not listening to God and what God wants. This is why I avoid this kind of swindle. I always say when people ask me about religion, I say I'm not religious. I say I love God, but I hate his salesman. This is why. Love God, hate the salesman. Listen to this nonsense. And how could she, how could she even do this? You want to talk about no character, no integrity no dignity this is an obvious swindle
1: You're to be my apostles i need you to go out and talk about it and say we owe this to each other we love each other
2: i don't owe you anything dimwit i don't love you and i don't give a rip what you think about anything you moron i recognize you for what you are an affirmative action swindler and that's what you'll always be that's what they should put on your tombstone And boy, oh boy, I don't know what the rules are in heaven, but I can't imagine the big guy or the big girl is going to be too happy with you misusing him to threaten, to intimidate, to patronize, to extort. You're the worst of the worst. You're a real piece of garbage, lady he will never negotiate his constitutional rights
0: with the government live free or die on the sean thompson show
2: 560 the answer now you're talking baby much better times Lucky I used to belong to a... My, my cousin was out of his mind. I we kissed her, Out of she his kissed mind. Me. So we were kids. We wanted to hang somewhere, well, right? We try to go to the bars and get thrown out. Because, you know, I had his fake ID. He was four years older than me. Going as Roger and Roger. His real name's Roger. Call him Butchie. So he's like, well, we got to hang somewhere. So he rents an old um, election campaign headquarters for a guy in our neighborhood. He rents it. We sublease it. And we start our own club. And that music played like on a loop. We had card games. The fun we had. That's when, you know, we didn't sit around and wait for something for nothing. Gee, I hope the government gives me a check. It was never something we did. We wanted to to do something. We went and got jobs. We played cards on the weekend. I mean, that was so great. Loved every minute of it. Just like I think I'm going to love this call from Joe in Winnetka. Hi, Joe. Hey, uh, not Winnetka, Manuka. Oh, Manuka. All right, never mind. You know, it explains a lot. I got a guy in there who's filling in. He wears square-toed cowboy boots. God only knows. I'm surprised he even got the, the, at least he picked the town that exists. Go ahead. All
1: right. Hey, my question is, okay, with Biden printing all this money, trillions and trillions of dollars, diluting the value of the dollar, here we got, you know, like me, I'm a self made businessman and saved up a lot of cash. OK, he's paying people not to work. He's driving the prices of everything up, driving the prices of the minimum wage up. The You know, the dollar menu at McDonald's is gone. Yeah. And where, where, where do I put my money? I got I got I'm making zero percent interest.
2: So this is um, why I took the call, because you've got two options, two options. And, uh, you know, I'm not I'm no longer a registered investment advisor. And this is no way advice of a professional anymore i'm not anymore but there's two ways i look at this you can get in on the scam and that is to invest in these phony companies because they'll prop up and they'll 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 continue to fund them regardless of their failure and their their uh, ignorance to the marketplace or the fact that their product doesn't sell so there will be some of those companies that will really skyrocket i mean uh, you know tesla is a great example uh you know but that will continue tesla now has has managed to take that money it should have never been worth and and become a company worth something but i think there will be a bunch of these these wind energy nonsense and this green mafia scam that you might be able to ride but otherwise it would be regular inflation hedges right and i also think you're not going to go wrong with silver but I also would prepare to take some of that money and and put on some puts or buy some EFTs for short plays on the on the S and P five hundred and the Nasdaq. Play the short plays because they're gonna they should crush it. But one thing I learned when they're bastardize the market and they're creating debt so that they can strictly buy the market, don't fade it. So I'm not one of these guys that wants to play a. A massive correction. I wouldn't do that. The, the market has been corrupted. It's no longer run on capitalistic principles. It is, it is now just get in on the scam and, uh, I don't know, ride the hedge. I also like real estate in very specific locations. Very, very specific locations. I do not feel their bubbles. I feel their flight to quality. So like where I sell real estate, I think it's a very good place to be. And areas like that, you don't have to necessarily just go to Florida. There's areas of Texas. Arizona right now is a boom. But I'm not too big on Arizona. I think they're full of too many Democrats from Chicago and New York and California. I'm not, I'm not very bullish on Arizona.
1: There you go. What so, you what you're saying, so what you're saying is um, forget about investing in Illinois. That's how I make no, my fortune. No no, like, no, no, no. You real stay in Brother, Illinois. Brother,
2: not if they gave it to you. Not if they yeah. gave it to you, because the taxes alone. Did you see the um, the story on the guy in Pilsen? I forgot it was. I forgot what he did for a business, but it was like a record store or a bookshop. It's a bookshop in Pilsen. Guy comes here, he starts a little bookstore. Scrimps and he saves. He buys the building. He bought the building like I want to say fourteen or eighteen years ago, whatever it is. His taxes in the last seven years. Went from 25000 to $86,000 on a bookstore in Pilsen. So you want to own real estate in, in in Illinois? Like I said before, I dare you. Buy something in Illinois, I dare you. That's that's the sales pitch. But I closed my real estate company. I won't even practice. I don't want anything to do with this sewer. That's just me. That's my advice, okay, Joe. Thank you. Here's the other thing. Yeah, go ahead. Okay.
1: Um, we went to Texas. I mean Tennessee, Tennessee. We go to Tennessee, trying to you know replace some of the stuff using the 1031 exchange, mm-hmm. and the prices, the P, you know PE ratio you use with the stock market, but cap rate is what you use with yeah. with real estate. Yeah, and and just the cap rate is just the prices in in Tennessee are through the wazoo.
2: Doesn't matter because the equity along with the cap rate play together. Most people don't add it up. I say you do. Joe, I'm sorry, I got my back against the clock. In other words, the equity and the cap rate combined are a different figure rather than just the cap rate. Look at the, the vision of equity growth. All right, but enough of economy with me. I'll be back after this. 312 642
0: From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Oh, my.
2: Oh, my word. You people are so lucky you're not watching WGN News. I want you to picture this. Lori Lightfoot in her man suit costume. Michelle Obama. Okay. And then I'll leave that one alone. You know, she's out of office. No need to take the cheap shot. I don't like the low hanging fruit. Barack Obama. J.B. Pritzker. And some run-headed Democrat mafia woman as they stuck a shovel into fake dirt for the Obama opening. J.B. Pritzker thought it was a spoon and there was sauerkraut. And I'm surprised he didn't hit himself in the face with the dirt. Um... It's not something pretty, ladies and gentlemen. Avert your eyes from WGN when you see that picture. However, turn up the volume. I've got Patrick Wood, Citizens for Free Speech, and how censorship is killing America. There's a reason that the founders put free speech as the First Amendment. Am I right, Patrick?
7: You are absolutely right, Sean. That If communication stops... The fighting begins. Everybody knows a truism of life. When people stop communicating, they start arguing and fighting, and eventually blood will be shed. We must retain the First Amendment in active form in America and, you know, keep the censorship at bay and make a difference by exercising our personal rights to free speech in the First Amendment. Uh, This is an absolute must today.
2: Patrick, I noticed this in my lifetime, specifically with the greatest tyrannies, the greatest assaults on Americanism, on freedom, on property rights. This is uh, what I've witnessed just since the nineties was the censorship on the pushback against the what I believe is the greatest boondoggle in American or in world history is uh, climate change and global warming. I'm old enough to remember when it was global freezing and the idea that they've been wrong for 70 years. And when you would discuss this and try to push back against it, when even notable scientists did this, like John Coleman and, and other scientists, there was this almost avert your ears and refusal to have you speak against it. And now it has become... Persona non grata, where you can't even mention it, and you're a denier. I mean, doesn't it start small in the beginning? It's like bankruptcy, slow in the beginning, then real fast at the end. That's how it's. Uh, that's that is exactly how it's progressed.
7: And uh, this kind of censorship does go back a very long way. However, moving forward, we have more and more um, elements of society joining in with the censorship. For instance, five years ago, you might have seen a little censorship with, with Google, with Twitter, uh, with Facebook. But today you see major uh, players in industries like finance companies like PayPal and Patreon and uh, even Visa MasterCard are censoring um, their clients if they don't like what they say. And we see this, you know, Amazon, for instance, has dropped books off its bookshelf because it disagreed with them. Uh, just summarily, goodbye, you're gone. Um, Google has dropped people out of a search engine. We have all these different giant big tech players now that have kind of ganged up with the censorship issue to silence any contrary opinion or any contrary evidence um,
2: that doesn't fit the, the globalist narrative. And the reality is you're seeing this more openly with more force to the point now where if you speak against the vaccine, even though you you, you start off by saying like me, I don't care what you do. It's your decision. However, don't tell me what to think. I can reason for myself that we are now witnessing even uh, uh, people in media lose their their jobs, be put on the sidelines. And that is really the tell by the American fascist, that there will be no rebuttal to their forced concepts and forced ideologies. And this is really something that if we don't reestablish free speech, I mean, what do you think the future is going to look like if we cannot, if we lose this fight on the vaccine or on the COVID restrictions or in the year 2021, how we're losing the fight to the American fascist? How can we stop it? And what will it look like if we don't? I think it's
7: going to look like Australia if we don't take care of it really soon. Um, Unfortunately, the Australians gave up their weapons some time ago. Uh, We haven't. That is a, a, you know, that curtails tyranny to some extent, but if America does not rise up and, and put an end to this in our country, it will get to the point where it will force conflict in America where people have no other recourse. I'll give you an example in New York state. Um, nurses and doctors and other health professionals are quitting their hospitals or their their uh, HMOs because they're mandated to take vaccines. Now, some people just flat out can't take a vaccine, but that doesn't matter to these people. So, if they were if they have opted out of the vox vaccine policy, uh, the hospitals, et cetera, now are firing those people. In other words, get out, you're gone, and they said. <laughs> They just fire them for no other cause and not taking a vaccine. Well, the state of New York now has stepped in with their uh, employment division and they have issued a ruling that if you are fired from your job um, because you didn't take a vaccine, you will be unable to receive unemployment benefits. This destroys people, Sean.
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, it
7: absolutely destroys. This is mean-spirited crushing of the human spirit.
2: But that's what authoritarianism is. And Some you know, of
7: these people are going to end up homeless
2: within a, within weeks. You, I've been reading you for a while. You're you're the author of of, of more than one book. I think you have written at least three that I'm aware of. How many have you written all altogether? Actually, four. Four. So the reality is, it's all a theme. That as we adopt this ideology of the European slave, where we allow this collectivist government supremacy to take hold in this country, how do you push it back? Now, we've, you know, I know you're a student of history and you could argue that we allowed this to happen during the Depression with FDR and his implementation of very socialist seeds that grew up to be the trees of tyranny we're trying to n- navigate through this forest now. But how can we push back at this junction? When you have a population that has adopted the slave mentality so much so they're willing to enforce it against their neighbor, and now we've got this welfare system where they're willing to go after their neighbor if they think he's wealthier than them, how can this small group of people who have been the ones that have made America go around anyway, we're about 30 to 40% of us, how can we push back the 60% of willing slaves and absolute fascists? I'll tell you, people like you and I are still, believe it or not, are still
7: in the majority in America. It's just a, it's a silent majority by and large still. But um, we have the ability in America still to affect our local communities where we live, uh, our cities, our counties. This is where the battle has to be, be, take place right now. It's not Washington is gone. Uh, it's been conquered your state government by and large has been conquered, although there are some exceptions, granted, but by and large it's gone. The last line of defense that we have in America is our local communities. That's where people need to get, uh, get out, uh, be vocal, share your ideas with other people, refuse to be silent, refuse to self-censor, and mix it up. Uh, our director of training, for instance, um, on uh, as Citizens for Free Speech, she has a very succinct saying. She says, if you don't have a seat at the table, you are what's for dinner. And that's true. Yeah. Americans have abrogated their responsibility in their local communities to transform and reform them to their way of thinking, not allowing these outside influences to come in and destroy their city's culture. This is what's happened all across America. So- Americans need to take their eyes off Washington, take their eyes off their state, get up and get out in their own community and start telling people what's on their mind and refuse to be silenced. Yes, they will get resistance. You just need to expect that. But that's part of a, that that's what happens in, in battle in war. You're going to get shot at, so to speak, just words at this point. But you're going to get resistance. You just need to suck it up and say, you know, I count here. This is my town. This is my house. This is my neighborhood. I have a right to speak where I am. This is the heartbeat of free speech anyway, communication with the people around you.
2: So, Patrick, I I have a, a little advantage that I stumbled into in the beginning by accident a few years ago. I recognized, you know, I grew up in Chicago, Illinois. It is the mafia capital of America, the communist, the most corrupt city and state. We're laughingstock. But when you travel, You realize it's not like that everywhere. In fact, we've got 21 active states that are suing the Biden administration, that are pushing back. We've had up to 24 states that pushed back hard against the cornerstone of all communism, uh, the Obamacare and socialized medicine. There actually are states that if the future, in the future, if you are, uh, I had a caller into the show a little while ago from a great neighborhood. He's got grandkids. and He said, well, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave my grandkids. But. If the ideology was, let me set my grandkids up in that state that has the best chance at fighting back, that you could, see, I I don't want a violent conflict. I want the the American principles and that law of, of my shield of my liberty to be implemented. I think that will rise from these states that recognize it and already fight for the individual freedom and the American principles we love. Do you think that if we put our kids there, if we can't afford to, but we put our kids and our grandkids in those states, that from those states will be the uprising and the demand for American principles you and I love?
7: Well, I think there will be more of an uprising in those states, but I'll, I'll still contend across the entire spectrum of our nation, people have amazing things they can do right where they live, regardless of the state they live in, in oppressive states. They, people, honestly, people just need to stand up and say, I refuse to comply and exercise civil disobedience. That's what it needs to come down to. Just refuse to comply with these crazy edicts and mandates and guidelines and everything else. They are not law, and all of them are getting away with this because, of the you know, basically of the bully principle. They're simply just bullying people into submission. We need to stop accepting it.
2: You know, uh, I I had a conversation with my new producer, Bunny, and we were talking about, you know, the vaccine. She's a young girl. She said, well, I knew that if I had to get a job or I wanted to get a job, I was going to have to, to a certain extent, comply. Now, the reality is there are some people that are not in the position, and you, you had articulately mentioned the healthcare workers who will, in fact, be homeless after they lose their job and if they have credit card debt and the rest of it. Are there free speech? Are there capitalists? Are there American principled organizations that are set up where these people can communicate with each other and maybe get other jobs and maybe get some help, other financial institutions. You know, I, I was watching as American Express and the rest of them were conforming to Antifa and BLM as they were contributing billions and billions of dollars to this organization of a few that steals the money from the many. All right, is there anything like that on our side of the fence?
7: Well, there are some platforms where people can communicate, I suppose, that are not censorship-oriented stuff, but it's pretty spotty right now. Even the big job seek services, uh, you know, online services stuff, Even they have even been noted to censor people. So I don't know. You know, I think it's a mixed bag. And uh, the infrastructure that we would expect when somebody drops out of the workforce, uh, whether it be unemployment benefits or, you know finding a job rebuilding a resume that sort of thing those those safety nets have just been removed and it's going to be very difficult for a lot of people to recover from a sudden termination from their workplace and and I say when I say sudden I mean I know some people have worked all their lives in you know as a as a doctor or as a as a nurse in a certain hospital and this is their life it's like yeah. you just don't walk away with it walk away from it one day and think well i'll get another job not that easy
2: most of the um the takeover of our society has happened at the emergency of problems the government themselves have created yes i spent the bulk of my opening in the first time period a couple of segments of my show i believe that this this bill is the death knell in an in the coffin of americanism if they should be able to massively get a bill that they admit is $5 trillion, and you know how government is. By the time they're done with it, it'll be $9 trillion. If this bill passes, is there still hope? Can an election change, even though I have very little optimism in the integrity of our voting system? Is there still hope? Or if this bill passes, is it as bad as I predict it is?
7: It is bad. It is a total. I think it's going to be a total boondoggle on a number for a number of reasons. And um, I also think that there's a lot of stuff hidden in the bill that will advance the uh, the, the forces of technocracy that uh, that I've written about so extensively on technocracy um, That the the globalist forces around the world know that America is the last man standing in their way of complete domination of the planet. That that's why we have received extra treatment, extra special treatment from this global elite, uh to stomp us out but good. Well, you know, nobody knows for sure how how much America will take until it gets really fighting mad. Uh you know, like they did when the Japanese, for instance, attacked Pearl Harbor. <laughs> and they say we're not gonna take us anymore. Yeah. And uh, you know, we're gonna run you off our shores. Um
2: There was know, an I'll obvious think- enemy. This is this is an enemy of ideology where we can't – doesn't wear a uniform It has successfully right. subverted our laws and our principles. I mean, is it even worth it to put up the argument that it is unconstitutional and therefore illegal to even pass a law you have not read as a representative? To me, Patrick, this is American politics 101. We've got – 535 people that have subverted my country, and they are now passing laws that they know, and everyone knows, and they admit they haven't read. How in the hell is this legal?
7: Well, it isn't. You, it, we could call it illegal. We could call it unconstitutional. The problem in Washington, and this is one reason I believe that it's useless to count on Washington for anything, is the whole bulk of the, of the mechanism back there has gone lawless. It's gone rogue they have no respect for um, or acknowledgement for the constitution anymore or for the legal system. Uh, Sometimes you hear somebody talk about, well, it's the rule of law, you know, no, it's not. We're not under the rule of law in Washington DC anymore. They're doing whatever is right in their own eyes and they could care less about uh, anything that would constrain them to do it. Uh, If it was any other way, they would be constrained, but they're not, they're absolutely lawless at this point and they're behaving that way.
2: Patrick, I want to start all over. Let's just go to 21 states. Let's call it America Part 2. They could call this the United Soviet States of America. I'm tired of arguing with idiots and having these freaks destroy the principles of my nation. But I have your books, and I love your books. I want to thank you for writing them. And where can the people go to see um, your your new articles and your work now?
7: Well, in America, certainly they can go to technocracy.news and see everything there is to do with technocracy. Plus, my books are available there as well as on electronic me, you know, other electronic forms and bookstores and so on. Uh, Citizensforfreespeech.org uh, is our nonprofit uh, effort to restore and defend free speech in the First Amendment in America. And I have to say... Every single American should belong to citizens for free speech. It doesn't cost a nickel to put your name on the line. But if you're not willing to put your name on the line, don't complain when your voice is completely shuttered one day. That's all I
2: can say. You know, I revoked when, the, when the, I realized they were going to usurp the office. I had the uh, tech guys here at AM560 bring up a, a page where I revoke my consent to be governed by this usurper. Okay. <laughs> that really is important. And the idea that sites like yours exist really give me hope. So I want to thank you very much for creating citizensforfreespeech.org. Thank you so much for joining me, Patrick. I always enjoy it. Thank you. My pleasure, Sean. Anytime. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. I did it my
1: oh, here it is.
3: Oh, what
7: is a man? What has he got?
2: It's really good, I like I know. Kind of, Friday night, and you're playing a bunch of Mono's Parkers, and you got a full house. You know, you got them all beat. And I tell them I did it my way as I take the one. miss those days. So I have successfully stalled as to, to not play this fraud of what I think is, is, is not only a fraud, but the prime example of the military-industrial complex and the, the obvious scandal in it. The obvious corruption in it, the obvious cover your own derriere, as Milley now pretends to have given advice to Biden rather than work tirelessly hard to make sure the Biden administration is the one in control. So I don't care what Milley said. I don't care what Milley said. Milley is a scumbag. What do you think of that? Scumbag. He went behind the president who he is supposed to listen to. See, but just like Dr. Strangelove, they just love the power. So he doesn't care who's the president. He's going to go with the agenda of government because Millie is a government supremacist. And the more heavy handed, the more fascistic, the more this open and notorious example of the military industrial complex and everything wrong with it is going to thrive. And he is like 78% of the entire upper echelon of our military. That's just how they are. They're all like So the names are irrelevant. Look, here's the guy, Austin. Here we go.
3: And the circumstances in August were anything but ideal. Extreme heat, a landlocked country, yeah. no government, a highly dynamic situation on the ground.
2: Yeah. And the reason that these idiots are there to screw it up is because we've been screwing up the Middle East since Mossadak in Iran. And I'm sure I butchered his name, but I wanted to say Mossadich. You're lucky I didn't make him a Melrose Parker. An elected president of Iran that our CIA overthrew and put in the theocrats. And we've been having nothing but problems ever since. Why? Because our government was partnered up with Great Britain and they wanted to protect British petroleum as they robbed Iran. And now the Iranians are the mess that they are because of us. Just like Afghanistan, Talibanistan is the mess that it is and will be for a 100 years because of us. Because of bureaucrats and political whores like Joe Biden. All they know how to do is corrupt things and bastardize the principles of Americanism. Get our boys and girls, now I gotta say girls, killed. For nothing. For nothing. The only clip that's relevant is the one I played yesterday when it comes to talking about Afghanistan. We not only left our own citizens behind that they want to ignore and lie about, we have... Absolutely the cause of murdering anybody who believed in America. We have no idea of the numbers, none. But it's in the thousands, the genocide that's happening right now as these 7th century barbarians mutilate their fellow man because their theocrat cult is scum that you're going to underwrite for the next 50 years. You're going to be buying all their stuff. You're mad about the $83 billion in weapons as they're prancing around with our uniforms and carrying our guns? That's the tip of the iceberg. The only tape that's relevant isn't these professional scam artists lying through their rotten teeth that we pay for, dental included. It's the fact that over the weekend on Saturday, a video was released of the murder of, Of 10, that's all we got to see, 10. Can you imagine what's really going on? 10 American sympathizers, 10 Afghanis who believed in what our American politicians told them for the last two decades. Yeah, that's it, George W. Bush. Now show your face and have a fundraiser for that real handsome Liz Cheney, you idiot. Go back to your farm and be so ashamed that you hide like Obama was still president, you moron. You got millions, God only knows, God only knows the people that this idiot got killed. You can't even fathom it. Iraqis murdered, how many? Hundreds of thousands. Afghans, we don't even know. Because they, they, please, they just invented toilet, they just discovered toilet paper, let alone records. We don't know how many thousands of people this idiot is the cause of. But we do know that Biden and the American Marxists are directly responsible for this calamity. And I don't give a rip how many professional liars come out and tell you it's not. He's been voting for this kind of fraud for 50 years. Joe Biden is the dumbest senator. He's the dumbest vice president. And he will be the dumbest president. Imagine what it's like to be related to the 10 guys who for 20 years said, life is going to be different, honey. Why? Because I back America. I back them, and I'm helping them. I'm helping them make things better. And now those people who who believed in our country have to watch their relatives slaughtered by these 7th century savages. So rather than hear Millie lie, rather than hear Austin lie, rather than hear Pippi stocking lie, I think it's more relevant to play the clip of those people who believed in America being murdered by savages. Yeah, there we go. Ali, Ali Oxen free, as they unload clip after clip into those people that helped America. And what's the penalty? America's bribing them. Those filthy, rotten, low-life cultists were bribing them. Joe Biden and the Democrats represent failure, calamity, hopelessness. This is what the American moron elected. Problem is they drag us all down. The only good news is it's not as bad as it could be. Ask those ones who believed in our principles in Afghanistan, who are now wishing they had a phone line to call the rest of these cultist savages, to say, hey, you're wrong. It ain't what you said it is. Heaven is not full of some rat who wants to rape his kids and torture little girls and make it a utopia for tyrants. That's not what heaven is. How are you going to reason with these idiots? And you certainly can't bribe them. But the whole reason it's this bad is because of Joe Biden and the Democrats and the politicians who believe like him, who voted for this turmo- turmoil in the Middle East. Now they're going to come on TV and lie to you? Oh, well, there was no way, easy way out. I did the best thing. Joe Biden's a moron. He's almost as stupid as those people who voted for him. Ironically, ironically, those squawking memes called the squad, those communists, the uh, representative from Hamas and the rest of them, they're threatening to walk away from the bill because it doesn't give enough welfare to their pet projects. We might get, actually might have be lucky by these insane communists, that have destroyed everything they touched. All right, now we're going to go to Robert in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Very good, buddy. How are you?
3: Oh, good, good. Listen, I want to weigh in on this. You know, first, essentially what you're talking about with Afghanistan, we were pretty much, we sold out the European nations. And like Israel, we sold them out, and we got no help from the policy, um, from the U.N. whatsoever. And then the second comment I want to make and get your opinion on, I think that General Miller who's going to tell the Chinese about President Trump, I think he should be court-martialed for treason. What
2: do you think? Of course he should, but instead they're going to court-martial the Marine who came out and said, what the hell are you doing? You should all be held responsible for the calamity you caused. They arrested him, and Millie's now giving advice. He'll have a cooking show by the time it's over. Thank you. Dave, Downers Grove.
3: Yeah, Sean, I want to know... Is uh, the Chinese general going to call Millie when they're ready to strike us or Taiwan?
2: (laughs) I liked it. Sure they will. You know what else nobody's talking about? What about the only fat guy in North Korea, Kim Jong-un, who obviously has the same personal trainer as J.B. Pritzker, and the same tailor? Notice how nobody's talking about him. He sits at the desk and fires off the missiles just for fun. Notice how that calamity is getting muffled by the news as well? See, he doesn't live without China. He's going to be the tip of the spear for China. And, uh, you know, I I love that movie, Red Dawn. I don't like the second one because it's a little more realistic. And, uh, you know, I don't think they'll be calling Millie. But I do think Millie will be getting a call from Halliburton. I do think the Cheneys will be throwing a barbecue and Millie will be invited. Not just because he wants to prance around in his costume. Thank you very much, Dave. I appreciate it. See, the guy who, um, the Marine, who spoke out and said that the military upper echelon should be held accountable for the damage they did in Afghanistan, he wears a uniform. That's a uniform. Millie wears a costume. Like the commissioner in, 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 in Chicago, the guy who's supposed to be the policeman. See? The policeman out on the beat, the one who gets shot fighting the gangbanger scum, those are uniforms. The ones prancing around lying to the people, those are costumes. I'm gonna I'm gonna take over the entire language like the Mercedes Marxist did. Tom Cherville.
4: Yeah, Sean, the whether they know it or not, and I'm sure they do, the American Marxist has just imported Sharia law. We're gonna start having problems in our country the same way France
2: You mean like right in now in op- Wisconsin? Didn't the guy, wasn't he raping an eight-year-old? He was going to marry her, so in his country, that's no big deal. Didn't they they beat up a woman uh, in the military already? I mean, you ain't seen nothing yet. It's going to be wonderful. Wonderful. See, I want to give safe harbor to those people who want to adopt and live with virtue like Americans. I want to welcome them all in. But the scum that would sympathize with the Taliban, you know what I'd like to do? Let's figure out how to get rid of the poppy fields that deliver heroin and ruin our neighborhoods and solve those 7th century savages all at once. I like that. We'll turn it into glass. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate it. David Lansing.
4: Hey, Sean. Uh, I'd like to dispel the rumor because you had to hang up on me. I do not use helium. I tried it in high school, and I did inhale, but I'm done with that stuff.
2: It's all right. I could blame genitals. You're fine. Go (laughs) ahead.
4: I think you were talking about in in the beginning of the program you're talking about the carbon tax and all the devastation this is going to cause.
2: Yeah, you mean like the future?
4: It's financial. Yeah, this is this is going to be the biggest financial bomb in history. It's going to turn the whole nation into Chicago.
2: That's exactly right.
4: If this thing, and and you, you know something, these Democrats, like the 88 percent of Democrats that are for
2: universal basic income, they need to wake up like yesterday because yeah. they're going to. David, going to, hanging up on you again. End of the show. How do you wake up people who are in on the take? We'll discuss that in 21 hours. Fastest show on radio.